Geek Khan cannot enjoy anything without overanalyzing it. That is the first law of fandoms. Mitchell, what happened to my body? Then, uh, <laughs> one grueling adventure later, I think we've got you back to normal. Uh, somewhat. I'm a couple limbs short, but it'll do. Eh. <laughs> Welcome to Final Form. It's been some time, Ryan. It's been a while. Um, it's been, what, month and a bit? Yeah, give or take. Yeah. Uh, we tried keeping the four held together while you were enjoying yourself. <laughs> Uh, so, by now, uh, let me see, New Jedi Dropouts should be up by the time this is up. Nice. We've got a brand new episode of Final Form for you, which are you, you're enjoying right now, hopefully, or, or, or grueling your way through. Yeah. Um, and last week we had a new one-shot, uh, first episode of Hyper Battle, and a new Dropout Report. Yeah. And that nice episode you and your buddy had for Final Fantasy, that I... Yeah. Well, I might listen to half of it, but... Yeah. Life gets in the way. Yeah, of course. But, uh, yeah, we've kept busy here. Yeah, yeah, and we plan to keep it going. Yep. Uh, so today, we're talking about a big one. Oh, yeah, one of the biggest and most popular anime, I think, ever. Yeah, I, I could agree with that. And we're wa- we're talking about the least popular <laughs> original version of the anime. Yeah, I I don't know. I I think they're half. I think it's pretty it's pretty balanced. Uh, I think it's, it's pretty balanced, but the Brotherhood fans are certainly mm-hmm. louder. Okay, that's fair. Yeah, yeah that's fair. I, I have some friends who are generally pretty chill, but when I told them, yeah, I prefer the first Full Metal Alchemist, mm-hmm. they go from zero to pissed off instantly. Yeah. I'm like, jeez, what did I what did it sound like? I pissed on your mother. <laughs> Jesus, uh, I haven't act. Oh well, uh, we're talking about Full Metal Alchemist. I'm. I mean, you clicked on the episode. You saw the title. You know what we're talking about. If you watched any of the episodes, you got what our joke was at the start. Um, I haven't seen Brotherhood. Yeah, I uh, really recommend the first before Brotherhood because Brotherhood's pretty much written and shot designed like you've at least either read the first half of the manga or. Okay. The first few episodes of the original series. Yeah. And it's going to be interesting to watch that. Yeah. With that in mind. Yeah. Plus, uh, um, Brotherhood does have a sharper animation and sharper colors. So yeah. it's one of those things where it's harder to go backwards. Okay. Yeah. That's fair. Where it is easy to go forward. And if you've got an attachment to the original series, yeah. your nostalgia will bring you back easier. Yeah. I'm not saying that nostalgia has made the first one better than me. I just prefer the original's pacing. Yeah. And a few things it does differently than the manga I enjoyed more. Uh, mostly how it handles the villains. I didn't really okay. care too much for the Brotherhood's villains. Not that their backs not that their motivations I didn't care for, it's uh, their creation I didn't care for. Okay. Yeah. But um we should probably start with <laughs> how Full Milkmist actually starts. Yeah. What's it about? Um uh... I gotta say, I, I do think just the story of Full Metal Alchemist, I, I guess, uh, started with the manga, right? Yeah. So the, the the premise of the manga, I think, is just one of the most brilliant premises for a yeah. story yeah. ever heard. I also just like how it starts with yeah. just that massive just jump in the first episode. You're like, what's going on? What's, where are we now? Yeah. Your yeah. intrigue is just 
got. It, it's yes. got you by the balls. Yeah. And you want to know more. And the best part about it is the two main characters are so amazing. Yes, they are. That it doesn't matter when, when you yeah. find out with their backstory. You're just like, okay, that was weird. Meet these two characters. Oh, I'm almost instantaneously attached to these two. Yeah. Ed and Al are the most realistic brothers, I think, I've seen in almost any media. Yeah, that's fair. They have this incredible bond because of trauma. Yeah. <laughs> but they still fight like brothers would fight. Of course. Over some of the dumbest crap. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but when it's an, but when they fight, it's always a big goddamn deal. Yeah. Yeah. Uh back up a bit, the yeah. story of Full Metal Alchemist. We follow the Elric brothers. Edward and Alphonse. That is always a mouthful to say. Yeah, it is. It is. It's why everyone calls them Al. Ed and Al, yeah. yeah. A little bit easier. Yeah, it is. <laughs> and they're on a magical adventure through a land of weird levels of technology to find the Philosopher's Stone. This, you know famous item that can do almost anything. Why would two young men want this? <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, we mentioned trauma. <laughs> and the joke about Ryan said where's his body? Well, that's yeah. Alphonse is... So, uh, the, the story's great, but I also like how... Uh, and I've read, I've read the first three volumes of the manga, so hmm. it is... Pretty much, it's yeah. it's done in slightly like a, a slightly different order. Yeah, but it, they do reveal it uh, slowly over a yeah. couple episodes. The that so first off, you're introduced to a seemingly just regular human. Kind of looks like a boy, but he's a man. Yeah. <laughs> well, legally, he's a man. but yeah. he's still a boy. Yeah, mentally he's he's, he's he's in the the he, mid. He's a teen. Yeah, uh, and. A hulking giant in a suit of armor. Yeah, w- with a child's voice. Yeah, who keeps, uh, who keeps sinking into the sand. Yeah, so I love that scene. So you're introduced to these two. You don't really know what's going on. You find out that they're brothers. And the, one of the most famous running gags is the tiny brother is the older one. Don't call him short. Yes. <laughs> uh, and then you're slowly uh, shown that, uh, well, Alphonse is. He's, he an, he's empty. He doesn't have a body. He's, he's just an empty suit of armor. With a soul attached. Yeah. And then it is revealed that Edward has one leg and one arm. Replaced with... Uh, full Metal. Yeah. Which is where you we, get the, the title, yeah. Full Metal Alchemist. It's kind of a joke put upon him. Yeah. It also leads to a lot of jokes that, oh... That guy's wearing a suit of armor. He must be the full metal because he's in every, full armor every time. And I know, and it, 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 it's one of the things. It's a running gag, but they don't do it so often that you get tired of it. Every no. time it comes back, no. you're, you're just in the back of your going, "Oh boy, it's gonna explode." Yeah, because the it works in a way where it's not like we're laughing at the same joke over and over. No, the joke is more so how frustrated Ed is. Yeah. That he has to keep hearing it over and over. As anyone who has to repeat themselves a lot know, oh, yeah. that's one of the most annoying things on earth. Yeah, yeah. But uh, I mean, I it's pretty early on. I, I and this is an old series. I feel like we can do. We can definitely. This is from two thousand three. Yeah. If you have not seen this or Brotherhood, yeah, or read the manga, 
this is clearly not going to be fun. <laughs> yeah. But uh, that brings up a funny story. I watched three episodes of this show, and my best friend was so excited to talk to you at the show because I was, you know, watching the show. He had finished it. He revealed a, a plot point from episode 40. Wow. <laughs> so I'm just like, yeah. thanks for that. <laughs> so uh, we'll just say it right now. Like, if, if you haven't watched the show, I mean, it's easy. We, we, we can't discuss it, but yeah. this is such a well-done show. Yeah. Please don't let us spoil this for yeah. you. Go just enjoy this. Go watch it. Like, I am someone who has trouble uh, getting through longer shows. It's, it's what, 51 episodes? 50, 51. There's so, also a movie, but the movie doesn't matter. Yeah. Uh, I did it. You can do it. Yeah. <laughs> so, go watch it. Come back. Uh, don't let us spoil anything for you. Yeah. This is your last chance, people. Yeah. yeah. Uh, after this point, uh, it's, it's all it's fair game. Yep. So, uh, what I love, uh, again, a couple issues in, uh, a couple episodes in, Yeah. Uh, is when they reveal the backstory, which explains how they got to their state, and it just fits so well yeah. with their mother dying and them trying to resurrect her. Their naivete. Yes. They're att- attempting to... Unwavering faith in science. Yes. It's they're basically Ed, Edward at the start is basically what would happen if a hardcore scientist was also hardcore religious. Yeah, and that's one of the things Full Metal does. It does a very odd way of talking about both the pros and cons of faith in something undyingly. Yeah, and by the end of it, Edward has become a much more well-rounded person who is able to admit that I don't have all the answers. No one has all the answers. Yeah, and there are no easy solutions. Yeah, everything truly has some cost to it, which exactly. they hammer into your head. Oh, start they, they sure do. But they do it in such a way yeah. that it doesn't feel like they're hammering into you. Yes. So they attempt to bring their mother back from the dead because she's just you know every human is just a bunch of chemicals. Uh, Alphonse is is lost completely. Yep, and uh, loses his leg. Yeah, it's his leg he loses first, right? Yeah, because I remember he has to drag himself to a suit of armor. Yeah. And using his own blood, tie Alphonse's yeah. soul to this suit of armor at the cost of his right arm. Not to mention, that is the point in which he sees what he brought back. Yeah, that doesn't happen in the manga the same way, and it definitely doesn't happen in Brotherhood. Yeah. That's the first thing that makes me like this season more. Okay. Because yeah. that heaping mess... Oh, yeah. That's alive. Yeah, that thing is not alive in any other version. And this show is is heavy. Yeah, it doesn't look like it'd be as dark as it gets. No, because it? it's animated um, very brightly. I guess my my closest comparison would be almost like the the original Pokemon. Anime. Yeah, it does have a very Pokemon yeah. animation style. Like, sometimes. and and there's something about that. Like uh, you said earlier, it'd be hard to go back from Brotherhood, but I feel like. Growing up in the '90s and seeing and watching Dragon Ball Z, Sailor Moon, Pokemon, yeah. it's a very familiar yeah. art style. But the current, the newer one has a lot crisper animation. Oh yeah, no, I, so I, I that's what I mean. That. A lot of people who yeah. watch that first have a hard yeah. time going back to older style. Yeah, but as that's my jam, with yeah. the animation style. Whenever someone yeah. apes that style, I'm like, you have my interest. It, <laughs> it's it's just so familiar and, and comfortable. Yeah. Like it, it's, like and. That's one of the things I liked about that home they had. It mm. felt so comforting because of that yeah, style, because yeah. of the animation, because it was slightly rough in places. Yeah. And um, side tangent: there's a running gag about uh, anime protagonists with their with the same hairstyle. At, anime mothers with the same hairstyle as Ed Nails. It's called the hairstyle of death, 
if they animate your mother with this hairstyle, she will die in this story somewhere. Huh. And I think one of the examples is actually from Attack on Titan. Ah, uh, yeah. I don't know uh, about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay. so there's a couple animes where they have the exact same like hmm. hair over one shoulder. Wow. And they're like, well, that, that's their cue. Your mom's dead. I'm going to have to watch out for that. And I'm like, I've been looking for that too. And like, yeah, I've noticed <laughs> in a few plays. Like, huh, it is true. Um, but, um, oh, and just to finish it off, uh, <laughs> so he, <laughs> he's he, bleeding to death. His he, brother is now in this strange body and he has to carry him. Yeah. To, and, and, at which point, like, any, sane person would say we fucked up we've done enough wrong yeah. here we have played god enough but no uh, Ed needs to bring his brother back because that's not an actually in Ed's mind that's not living yeah Alphonse cannot sleep he cannot eat and he also kind of can't age yeah he's immortal yeah he's immortal oh no, we, we skipped the part where he actually Sacrifices his arm. Yeah, his arm is to co- to, what, is what's yeah. paid to tether to, yeah. to the armor. And Ed doesn't care. Yeah, he's willing to live with the, his scarred, broken yeah. body. But Al, Al feels incredibly guilty for Ed and keeps saying, "No, brother, we're gonna fix you first. Yeah, and that's that's there's, that's a really sweet part of the show. Yeah, that each one of them is they're equally determined on the same quest. But for totally different reasons. They and totally they, like a lot of people call it a self. They're being kind of selfish and childish, but they're also not in a childish no, because way. Because Al's doing this for Ed. Ed's doing it for Al. And everything else, they don't care. Ed's pretty much willing. To, Ed's already sold his soul in a sense. Yeah. So he sells his life, his future, to the military to get grant money, to get research notes, so they can find the philosopher's stone. He doesn't care if it makes him a dog of the military. Yeah. Well, he does, but he keeps saying he doesn't. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. if it could, if it's a shortcut to help his brother, Ed's probably going to do it. Yeah. Al, meanwhile, is always the voice of reason, yes. which is what I love. Is that you would expect Al to be the muscle of the two of them. Yeah. But he's used the more logical, uh, distracted by a foghorn. Yeah. Yeah. We're gonna hear some foghorn. Hopefully, well, I just sound looking crazy. Yeah. Um. But they always have such good back and forths. Yeah, they really do. And so many quiet moments between these two. Like, mm. there's just a lot of nice slow moments in this anime where you can get to catch your breath and really grow with these two. Yeah, yeah. You feel like the one thing everyone agrees is you feel like you went on this adventure with them. Yeah. Most shows where you watch an adventure, you feel like you watched an adventure. This one, it feels like you were the third person in this trio. Yeah, I can see that. And it's. Really easy to just come back to for me every every now like once every now and then I will rewatch this entire series and this show yeah just because I feel like meeting up with these brothers again. Uh, so let's talk about some more big pros of the show. Um, I think the surrounding cast of characters. Oh yeah, everyone loves the surrounding cast. Uh, the most popular are well, Roy Colonel Roy Mustang. Uh, their childhood friend Winry Rockbell and of yeah. course the side character who's been passed down through his family through generations yeah. <laughs> everyone loves uh, uh, Alex Louise Armstrong I love her Armstrong so much yes one of, uh, my, one of my favorite parts of the show yeah there's only sure. one thing that 
Brotherhood does better than the original series, and that's give a lot more scenes for Alex. Oh, okay. That yeah. might win me over. Yeah. We'll that, see. Uh, I will never deny that, but uh, yeah. just... The, those are the three that always come to my mind, but yeah. Fullmetal Alchemist is also one of the anime that I also consider the saddest. Uh, we're going to talk about it, aren't We've we? We've got to talk about that elephant in the room, because... Two words, and anyone who's seen the show knows exactly where we're going here. Shao Tucker. Uh, is, is that where you're going? That, no, that one makes me want to vomit. Yeah, that, like, that... A lot of people make jokes about that. Like, what does the dog... The dog says, Edward. Oh, God. Um, For me, the saddest moment in the entire anime is... Yeah. Why are they burying Daddy? Yeah. He's got a lot of work to do. Oh, uh, Hughes. Uh, yeah, Hughes was the saddest part yeah. for me. I legitimately cry. And every time I rewatch that scene, I actually stand up and salute. <laughs> because if I don't, my emotion will kick back in. Um, but, yeah, this show has some fucked up, sad, disturbing moments. Uh, the the Shao Tucker scene... Like, yeah. here's the thing. Okay. Uh, Ed and Al I, spend time with another alchemist named Xiao Tucker, famous for making animal hybrids called chimeras. Yeah. His most famous was a talking chimera. Yeah. He's starting to run out of grant money, and if he does, you know, he's, if he gets kicked out, he, he and his daughter lose this nice mansion. Mm-hmm. And this, his daughter is what? I think five, six if, at most. If that. I, I I think she's like with anime. It's hard to tell someone's age. Yeah, and you know what? The thing is, anime—they're always younger than they seem. And that girl seemed maybe four or five years old. Yes. So I don't like. I I want to say five because any younger, I start to get even more. Yeah. Sickened. But mm-hmm. uh, he kind of snaps and decides. Well, I I need to make a talking chimera to save my daughter. What if I make her into the talking chimera? That'll save her. Yeah, but you're not showing any of this. Beforehand. No, thank Christ. All, all on, you... honestly, it's kind of worse because it you it you realize it at roughly the same time. In, in like, if you haven't read it, yeah, you that Ed realizes it. Yeah, and it dawns on him, and you see the emotion change in his face, and he yeah. turns on Tucker, and then she stops him yeah. because. Yeah. Don't hurt Daddy. He's done yeah. nothing wrong. Mm-hmm. He's done everything wrong. Yeah, I I read the manga, uh, that particular part, oh. uh, at work, at roughly like three in the morning. Oh, that must have been fun. And it was such a dark night. <laughs> and I I thought after reading it that maybe that would soften the blow when I watched it, but it really doesn't. No, the emotions from the oh. voice acting is just and like the like. The whole episode, I could just feel it coming, and I could just feel myself tensing, like, don't do it. Maybe maybe, maybe they changed it for the show. Yeah, maybe <laughs> the manga is, is, is darker, but maybe they brighten up for the... No. Oh, boy. Um, boy. Another dark moment, um, besides the Shao Talker and Hugh's death. Yeah. Um, I, and it's not even anything that happens, per se, but the, uh, the realization... Of uh, the recipe oh, for yeah. the philosopher stone. Yeah. When when Edward and, and Alf- Alphonse put two and two together and realized uh, what is it again? It's um, human life. Yeah. S- 
countless amounts of people must be mushed up in a sense. Yeah. And they like, have to be living people too. And like this that's a ways into the show. Yeah. Like about halfway. Yeah, roughly halfway into the show. They've been on this journey searching yeah. and searching for the Philosopher's Stone and then they realize that like, hey, we do know how to make it, but Oh, that cost. Yeah. Sure, with it you can pretty much break the laws of science, reality as you wish, but <laughs> is it worth it? <laughs> Luckily, Ed and Al immediately say no. Well, no, yeah, because they're decent people. Yeah, but then we find out how many people are not decent people in this series. Mm-hmm. And if that gets into the wrong hands, which it does. Yeah. Um, and then there's these sort of gray hands that still get their hands on them. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so I want to talk for a minute about um, why I wasn't the biggest fan of the show, even though like was. Mm. I found, um, and I didn't know it at the time because I I went into this not knowing. It, I knew mm-hmm. it didn't follow the ma- manga straight because yeah. I knew that like they kind of surpassed the manga. In- yeah, they had to do something because they could. It was either going to do filler arcs until she finished. Yeah. Because it's actually written by a woman, and a lot of people don't know that. Did not realize that. Yeah. Uh, or it was either make a lot of filler f- stories or make their own stories, and yeah. she approved making their own stories. Yeah. A lot of people think she just, you know, was, oh, they surpassed her and just never spoke for her. No. no she actually was a part of the writing staff. For I don't think she was, like, had, like, veto powers. Yeah. But she, a lot, oh, this entire series, series has her seal of approval. Okay. She likes to see it as a what if. Okay, yeah. Same with Brotherhood. Brotherhood is almost a one-to-one of the manga, yeah. but it does do its own things, so yeah. she still sees that as like a another what-if, but with a lot less what-ifs. So, I have, I, again, first three volumes, so I didn't even read everything that was in, uh, yeah. that this show uh, adapted, yep. and I haven't seen Brotherhood, so I don't know where the, like, where the, the story goes yeah. originally, but... It came a point in the show where I, I just I wasn't really feeling the story. It wasn't mm-hmm. doing anything for me. I was I was kind of bored. Yeah. And when I looked up uh, how where it like where the adaptation fell off, the I'm talking the exact episode yeah. where they started going into their own stories where they kind of lost me. Yeah. I will admit there is a low point in the original series, yeah. but after a while, yeah, you get past like four or five episodes. I feel it gets its own groove. Okay. Because it still does its own thing yeah. after that. Yeah. Like, the final villain is not even in the manga. Yeah. yeah. And I actually think she's a much better written villain than the final one from Brotherhood. Okay. Yeah. Not that I dislike Brotherhood's final villain. I think he's really interesting, too. Yeah. But Dante, I actually like her a lot more. She comes across as a lot more creepy and menacing than while the final villain from Brotherhood comes across as more maniacal and powerful. Okay. Both are very good villains yeah. types to have. I just usually prefer the more maniacal, creepy. Yeah. That's Fair. more my jam. Yeah. I like villains that kind of will twist the knife. Yeah. Uh, I found the the third arc didn't really do much for me mm-hmm. at all, um, which is easy to tell because they use four different theme songs. <laughs> yeah. They do that whole thing. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the fourth one started to pick it up a little more, and I did like the ending of the show. Yeah, it came back around. Yes, but it still you'll, it still never got to the heights of the first half of the show. You'll for probably me. well the thing about uh, 
Brotherhood is it doesn't ad- like the first part yeah. they don't really adapt okay because you've already watched that yeah where it splits off that's when they start to readapt things okay so what some people do I know is watch like the first third of 2003 yeah and then go to Brotherhood okay it doesn't one to one work like that yeah but some people consider that to be the masterpiece anime version I will take 2003's flaws and all but yeah. I will if someone puts on Brotherhood. Oh yeah, I'm watching that. Yeah, I will hardcore watch that. Yeah, I don't want a lot of people get this impression that I don't like Brotherhood in the slightest, and that's not true. It's just yeah. overall 2003's pacing is what I care for, and Dante. I just like Dante's plan. It's yeah. so perfectly selfish. Well, 2000. Well, Brotherhood has a world-ending phenomenal cosmic powers where I'm like. How did we get here? <laughs> did we jump something? It felt like way too much power escalation too fast. Yeah. Like, it felt like he would be, like, episode 100's final villain. Not episode 50's. Yeah, that's fair. But, uh, I can't remember. I think it's just called Father. That's the name of the final villain of Brother. Okay. It's just Father. I'm trying to remember. There was a, a villain I forgot to make note of. Mm. Um that was in the later half that I really enjoyed, but it, it, it was pretty short-lived. Um, greed. Yeah, yeah, that's the guy. Um, yeah, he okay. had the like armored skin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He has a much bigger plot in Brotherhood. Okay, okay. And I do kind of prefer him in Brotherhood. I will say that yeah. much. But every other homunculus, I actually yeah. feel is stronger in 2003 as well. Okay. Yeah. Mostly because of how they're made in 2003. Yeah. Every homunculus in 2003 is made because some alchemist. Tried to human ma- human transmutation, screwed things up, and whatever they tried to bring back becomes this twisted version of that thing. Yeah. While in Brotherhood, they're all created by one person. Okay. And they're all aspects of him, which makes them powerful, but yeah. defeats a lot of their whole. This is your fault to the to the main characters. All right. Especially when it comes to sloth. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I much sloth in Brotherhood is this giant hulking, actual sloth like creature. He's just very lazy, lethargic, yeah. and stupid strong. While yeah. sloth in two thousand three, it's made from Ed and Elle's attempt to make their mother, and has all her memories, and can't stand the two of them for creating her and abandoning her. Yeah, and will drown them using her liquefied body. And that alone is like, that's the kind of villain I want my heroes to fight. Yeah. Hey, you made this. Clean up your goddamn messes, young boy, young man. Uh, I really, really enjoyed the uh, couple episodes around... Let's see if I can get the names right. Is it Barry? Barry the Butcher, is that right? Yeah, oh, yeah, like Barry that? the Butcher, yeah. Yeah, and uh, the other, the two brothers. The slashers, yeah. Yeah, the slashers, yeah. I love I, those guys, yeah. I, I thought it was fantastic. Like, Barry has a bigger plot in Brotherhood, but I actually feel it's really weak. Oh, okay. He just kind of hangs around for a while, it feels like. Okay. Wherein, I, I thought they were used really well there. Yeah, they're, like, they're only around for a few episodes, and they leave such a strong impact. Yeah. And it really does reflect on Ed now, especially yeah. the, the slasher brothers. Yeah, because... Not only uh, with those couple episodes are you getting formidable opponents for Ed and Al. Yeah. Like, they're, they're put to the test. With, well, with... not really Al. 
Yeah, I guess. Yeah. That, when it becomes a psychological battle, then it's yeah. That that's but, the thing. an actual fight against yeah. Al. No, that no, wasn't. No. That was more of a county no. fight. But like, it, it's a, it's fun. Like yes. The, it's pr- they're pretty good fight scenes. Yes. But but they get in their heads so much. Yeah. Both of them. Yeah. They really fuck with them. Yes. And some people might say, "Oh, Al pretty much gave up really damn fast." You know, he kind of gave into these clear lies. Like, first off. How does Al know any of this? Yeah. He's been having questions for a while, and Barry just knows right where to poke, and because Barry's crazy, he doesn't care. Yeah, exactly. He, I, his philosophy is, I kill, therefore yeah. I am. They didn't see, They didn't really plant any seeds. The, these were... Uh, th- there were fears and... and uh, Bad timings for Al. Yeah, exactly. And just enough to make a... All, all, all he needed was for someone... To, push. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Pushed into Event Horizon, I guess is the best way of putting it. Yeah. And yeah. then the Slasher Brothers just know right what to say to Ed because they can almost just read the poor boy. Yeah. And I just love that fight, though. It's just so brutal for Ed. Yeah. And although I do love a few of Ed's quick remarks, like, is that guy better than fighting than you are? Not really. Oh, then Al's not going to have any problems. Cuts that <laughs> Al whooping him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, I really enjoyed but that. But also what I like about that is it really shows you how much Ed considers things alive. Like, the Slasher Brothers don't have bodies. They don't see themselves alive. Yeah. But if Ed says that, then he's denying his little brother. Yeah. And because of that, he won't even kill them. Despite the fact they're convicted murderers. Yeah. Ed is that much of a, you're alive, you have a right to live. Yeah. I can respect that. I can argue with it, but I can respect Ed for that. Like, he yeah. has his philosophies, and he sticks to them. Yeah. Although he almost does cross that her, that uh, threshold. But once he sees it would actually be real yeah. live humans he's going to make into the stone, he stops. He just yeah. thought it was, like, leftover goop. <laughs> Which, you know, it's already dead. You might as well put it to use. Yeah. Oh, there's, like, 20 people that were going to be thrown in. Yeah, but they're all murderers. They're still people. Uh, we should probably talk about another major character that we missed. Uh, Scar. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> How did we not mention Scar earlier? I don't know. Uh, uh, when... Okay, so I watched this after watching My Hero Academia. And when watching this, I immediately was like, wow... This definitely influenced My Hero Academia. <laughs> At times it had to have, yes. Scar, the... Uh, Ishvalan. Uh, yeah, but he, he killed... Um, my god, what is the name? The, uh, the state alchemist. Scar, the state alchemist killer. Yes. Not Stain, the hero killer. <laughs> yeah, but they've got some similarities. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Although, they, um, who do you think is more brutal in how they murder? Well, I mean... Uh, like, one has knives to slowly stab you to death with, and the other guy makes you explode. Yeah. And they, in some scenes, do really show what happens to your face when he grabs onto it. Yeah. I don't know if blood's supposed to rocket that far out. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> and this is the thing. The show, like, in terms of, like... Uh, this is not a kid-friendly show. No, I, you would think it would be based on the animation, but <laughs> not even a little bit. People around Scar are basically blood balloons. Yeah. 
very, pretty much. Very chunky blood balloons. His, his character takes an interesting turn. Yeah. Like, it doesn't have, like, because of the backstory of One of the Homunculus is not the same. Yeah. It makes Scargoal a completely different way than his uh, manga kind of went. Okay. He kind of lives in the manga at the end, I believe. Okay. But in this one, I kind of much prefer how he ended up in this version as well. Wouldn't yeah. say it's redemption arc, but at least he does something good, yeah. I guess. Yeah. Not that he doesn't do something good in Brotherhood. He actually ends up joining Ed now at the end yeah. of that fight. His whole his whole arc. Uh... His people were massacred by state alchemists. Yeah. So when he gets the power to destroy things by touching it, well, I'm already blaspheming against God. I might as well kill these other blasphemers because his religion basically says alchemy is blasphemy. Yeah. Well, he gets alchemic powers, but in he only learns how to, to destroy things, not to rebuild. What alchemy is, we didn't even mention that, is oh, yeah. <laughs> they can break down something to recreate it. Yeah. So, you know, turn sand into glass, or yeah. turn glass back into sand, stuff like that. Yeah. And, but, and you'll see them using it to fix broken things, because yeah. all the parts and all the pieces that created it were still there. Yeah. The exchange rate is it, you give a little bit of energy and you exchange these materials for something they're made of. Yeah. So if a radio is broken, you give a little bit of energy, exchange a broken radio for a fixed radio. Yeah. Or, like I said, glass into sand. Yeah. But they have to break it down to its molecular level, molecular level first. Yeah. Then build it back up. Scar just breaks down and stops. Yeah. And alchemy on living things is really difficult. But I guess just blowing people up is really easy. <laughs> and Scar's whole philosophy is, if you're a state alchemist, my right arm is going to kill you. Yeah. And he means that to poor Ed, who becomes a state alchemist. Yeah. But what really turns him to start doing that hardcore is seeing an alchemist combine a little girl with a dog. And he puts that dog girl chimera out of her misery. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, uh, and Ed finds the remains of that F with uh, Shell Tucker's work that got met that Scar met, and oh god, the drama! Every, Ed every time you think that that storyline has gotten depressing enough, yeah, they bring it back up in a weird way. Yeah. Oh boy, um, where to even go? Um, to the store to buy tissues. Yeah, pretty much. Pretty much. Like I, like I said, that while Hughes' death is sadder, I won't deny the trauma that has given people from... Oh, that dog. Hughes' death definitely shocked me more because I hadn't read the manga. Yeah. He does not die like... He doesn't die like that in the manga at all. No? No. Oh. No. I thought that that was the last bit they... Oh, I, I must have read that wrong. Oh. Okay, okay. So, now I've got your interest to continue going. Yeah, yeah. But, um... Scar does form some unlikely allies with <laughs> Alphonse at times, doesn't he? Yeah. I, yeah. I always find that really interesting, because well, both both Scar and Al are younger brothers of... Very pig-headed... <laughs> they think they know better bro big brothers. Yeah. I just remembered another very, very dark moment in the show. Oh? I can't remember the character's name. What's the name of the character that dies inside of Al? <laughs> oh, the snake lady. Yeah. I don't remember her name either. Oh my 
God, that is brutal. Yeah. That Al is trying to defend this girl yeah, be- by hiding her in his suit of armor, and she gets stabbed. Yep. And and nonchalantly stabbed. And you just see Al on his knees with her blood running from out of him. Like, oh my God, it's fucking heartbreaking. There's an advantage to that in Brotherhood. Because her blood ended up on his seal, it causes him to have a flashback that lets him perform alchemy much like his brother. Oh, really? Which kind of makes that scene too much of a positive in the original version, if you ask me. Leaving it just being a scene of Al on his knees, blood running out of his empty shell, is just like, oh, oh, crap, man. And and Al's just such a a pure... Al's 14! Not 14, 11. Al's 11. It's just like... He just means so well. He like he, he he she's alive. She has a right to live. Yeah. And not according to the military commander. No. Who walk stab. Good job on holding that prisoner for me, Alphonse. Walk off. Oh man. Like, not even I don't even think he cleans a sword. He's just like, oh, I did that job. Wonder what we're having for lunch. Yeah. Really though. But when you find out who that character is, you can understand why he just stab and walk away. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Although um, I really like uh, uh, Fuhrer King Bradley's fight with Roy Mustang. In, yes. That, that was, is one of the highlights. For me. That was fantastic yeah. as well. Yeah. Um, I don't even think he... No, he doesn't even fight Roy in the original. No? No. Okay. Which kind of defeats the whole... They had a thing going back and forth. Yeah, so. yeah. It's... I think Scar who kills him in the original. Okay. Okay. Interesting, Interesting fight, though. Yeah. I'd say. Yep. I'm not going to tell you how, because it's actually kind of a really cool way he ends up dying. Okay. Okay. Um, oh, jeez. But, uh... We should probably actually finally talk about Dante. Yeah. Yeah. Who... When you first meet Dante, she's a sweet little old lady. Just going to give Ed some nice advice... You know, looks at the kind of lady who'd give you some milk and cookies and mm-hmm. send you on her way. And then we find out she's a body snatching, thousand year old, selfish megalomaniac. Yeah. Who twists, lo- twists everyone around her to do what she wants so convincingly. Yeah. That's pretty she's got all these homunculus working for her because she's convinced them that if you work for me, well, I'm going to use the Philosopher's Stone to jump to a new body. But there'll be lots of leftover energy for it, so I'll make you into real boys and girls. Mm. So you have real emotions, and you know you can love people and not just be these baseline destructive things you are. Or I think some of them she just promise them just death because some of them don't care. Yeah, their existence is pain. So she just manipulates everyone around her, and then that scene where she's going to talk, she's talking to Ed, and she's going to put her body in someone Ed has feelings for. Just because Ed looks like his father and she likes Ed's father. That's just so many levels of messed up. Yeah. Who is she tormenting more? Ed's father or Ed? It's pretty fucked up. It's pretty fucked up. And that's why I like her more as a villain because she makes everything personal. Yeah. And in a creepy, disgusting... I I like her more as a villain because I want her to be defeated way more severely. Yeah. And her actual death is... What I wanted for her. Yeah. yeah. It's a good example of, hey, karma's a bitch. <laughs> also, you reap what you sow. Yeah. Yeah. 
Hey. <laughs> but I love her song. It's so creepy. It's a da 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 da. This is like a woman singing. Like uh, it's just so perfectly creepy that every yeah. time I think of creepy villain music, that what pops in. Like that sounds like it would fit better in like a horror movie. Yeah, you could hear yeah. that being I... hummed while this demonic woman, you know, stalks you. Yeah, I can hear that. Yeah, and I'm just like. That was so well used. It's so... Oh, I just love how evil she is. And... How quickly she just throws pawns aside as soon as they've run out of any use for her. Like, not even, like, cleaning dirt off her shoes. No. Like, everything is personal and impersonal to her. She's, like, completely serial killer detached from the world. Yeah. Which, now I'm thinking of, like, Charles Manson with that powers. Whoa. Thanks, Brain. That's what I wanted. Yeah. Um. Remember how we were talking about how bright and shiny this this series started off as? Yeah. Yeah. But that's pretty much the appeal of it, though, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, it really is. Like, it's... It's this dark, twisted, depressing story wrapped up in... Brotherly love and friendship and true convictions. Yeah. Like, the people who end up forming, like, this network of closeness. Yeah. It's unbreakable. Yeah. But it's sitting in the middle of this sea of bleak, exploring people. Yeah. And I could not highly recommend it anymore. Yeah. Even if you don't like the original and prefer the Brotherhood, I don't care. We're all able to enjoy yeah. how bleak. Because that's one thing Brotherhood keeps is how strong Ed Nell's yeah. Brotherhood is. That's why they call it Brotherhood. And see, this is why I'm so conflicted on, on this series in particular. Yeah. Because the second half of the show honestly didn't do much for me at all. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I don't know if... I really highly doubt I'd ever watch the second half of the show ever again. You'd probably watch the first and the end. The first half of the show, I think... I mean, no, I haven't watched that much anime. Yeah. But I, I think it easily fits as as one of the greatest anime. I, I yeah. can see it being one of the all-time greats. Yeah. And, and it is very clear when you're watching it that this is some of the greatest anime ever created. Yeah. So that's why I'm conflicted. It's <laughs> like two different shows I'm just glad you enjoyed the first like if if we come back next year and we decide to do Brotherhood and yeah. you end up saying oh yeah Brotherhood fixed all my problems I won't care yeah. that just means you enjoyed it yeah that's all I yeah. want and we can at least always come back to the first part of the first season yeah. which is again like I will admit that's probably the strongest mm-hmm. the first half and the ending of and 2003 then we'll, and we'll come back and do an episode on the live action movie <laughs> eventually yeah <laughs> maybe that'll be our maybe we'll do that as a hyper battle yeah yeah, uh, uh, I haven't seen that. I, uh, I, I tried. It's the special effects are okay. Yeah, but it's just bland. Yeah, it's basically they sucked some of the soul out of it. Mm. It's usually what happens with those. It, it, but the thing is, I'll take bland over whatever the hell Death Note's live action thing Netflix did was. Oh my god, that that. That's gonna be a challenge for us if we ever decide to do that. Like I, uh, I tried, could not get into that. 
I tr- yeah, it's the same thing. I tried. Yep. I tried to force and myself to I will say to this. It. Everyone always says, oh, at least Ryuk looks really good. I actually prefer the live-action Japanese Ryuk. Yeah, I, I haven't seen that. He looks creepier. Okay. He looks like less fitting in. He looks yeah. less like Willem Dafoe, which people yeah. always say, Dafoe's face is creepy. I'm like, no. It looks like an odd human face, but it still looks human. Yeah. But the CGI Ryuk from the live-action Japanese, okay. that does not look human. So I yeah. believe that not being human more. I thought I thought what I saw because I didn't watch that much. I couldn't. I think I watched fifteen minutes. I, yeah, maybe got like twenty minutes, half hour tops. Yeah. Um, I thought I thought Ryuk was pretty good. Yeah, well, yeah, Ryuk. But was he was he was surrounded by steaming piles of shit in every direction. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> he was a nice crisp red apple floating in your toilet after diarrhea. Yeah. There's yeah. no way you want that apple now. No. Mm-mm. No amount of cleaning in this world will ever fix that apple. No. Uh, I guess that means we're going to talk about what we're going to watch next time since we started rambling about Death Note. Yeah. Um, do you want to do Death Note next week or did you want to do something else? Uh, no, we're going to save Death Note a little oh. bit. We're going to save Death Note. We've had, we've had a plan for a while and I feel like it's a good time with the premiere of season three oh, okay. to watch something that I don't think you're a very big fan no, of. No, I'm not too crazy about it. But, no. hey, you watched, you tried to watch Overload, o- Overlord. Yeah. It wasn't for yeah. you. And yeah. That's fine. Mm-hmm. So we're going to try, try the reverse. Our next episode's going to be Attack on Titan. Yeah. And uh, I, I know a lot of people really like that show, and I have nothing against you fans of it, but it's just... Not for me. So what, what I've seen. I'm going to give it the old college try again, though. Yeah. I, I've, I've watched a few episodes before, and I honestly can't remember anything about it. Yeah. I I've finished up, up to season two. I finished season oh, two. Okay, wow. I, I haven't started any of the new episodes that are out. Mm-hmm. Um, but we'll get to that next week. Speaking of new episodes and new seasons... That's uh, right. Overlord has started its season three. It's good. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. What we no, watch, uh, uh, we, sh- we should just chat a bit about like current anime. Yeah, we should. Yeah. But, but the real one we both want to talk about. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's you know. My Hero Academia Season 3, I'm, which is... Almost caught up. Good enough for me. I, I've, I've seen the All Might and All for One fight. Oh. So that's that's the main thing. I, I hope right? we're not spoiling out on this one for everyone else, too. But uh, we're going to start talking about... <laughs> My Hero Academia spoils as well because season three yeah. is better than season two so far, isn't it? I don't agree. No, really? Like, okay, okay, don't get me wrong. Uh, An actual debate. I'm looking forward okay, to this. Okay, okay. I don't like this as much as season two. Mm-hmm. I think I'm, I think I will say it's a maybe on par with the Hero Killer arc. Uh-huh. I don't like it as much as the tournament arc. I, but, but, don't get me wrong, this is still, like, the best fucking thing on TV. Yeah. This is fucking amazing. Yeah. It, it's, you know, it's like comparing, um, it's like saying the best, what's, what's a good example, uh, the best poutine I've ever had, it's not quite as good as the best hamburger I've ever had. Yeah. It doesn't mean it's not a fucking delicious poutine, right? <laughs> like, uh, they go really well together. Yeah. <laughs> you know, um. No, it's fucking great. Like, this show is just... Pure concentrated deliciousness. <laughs> Every episode. I don't think I've seen a bad episode yet, either. No. There's... Like, a couple episodes have been... Good. 
I think that's like, the worst uh, I can say. Yeah, the uh, worst I can say about this show. I'm still not totally sold on uh, Mineta, and I'm still not really sold on him being like no necessary. One, no one sold sold yeah. sold on him, and I love that comic I sent you about uh, Mr. Aizawa just like. If you want to be a hero, Mina, you have to stop doing this. Yeah. What, what's the, what do you mean? You just point to my general and Yeah, stop being you. <laughs> yeah. Uh, here's my other... Here's my, my only other possible complaint for the show, because it is hard to find complaints. I feel like... And no, I haven't seen a bad episode, but I feel like in season one, if they cut out all the repeated scenes and repeated dialogue, they maybe could have cut out a whole episode. Yeah. They could have shortened it by one episode by just not repeating themselves over and over and over and showing yeah, Prime I, Deku. I'm, I'm, and, the, I'm yeah. the same way. Not that we don't dislike those repeating. They're yeah. still really good. Like, but if we didn't, we may have gotten an extra episode. Yeah. Like, the season two had an entire original episode, which was uh, Fropi's episode. Yeah. That yeah. was completely original. I want more of that. Yeah, a, a side story would have been preferable to... Like, but I, I, and, I know that's a death knell for most anime yeah. fans. They don't want filler. Follow the manga 100%. But, but I mean, the filler they did was so good. So, it was like, so good. Yeah. I, I want, like, like, you don't have to give everyone their own episode. Especially not Mineta. Don't yeah. give him his own episode. Yeah. Unless this episode is just being run over by a steamroller for 30 minutes. Yeah. But like... Uh, the... Like the the way I feel, I mean, we're going back to season one here for a minute. Oh yeah. Um, the way I feel about those repeated scenes, they were fantastic scenes. Yep. There were huge moments in that first season, and I feel like they lose a little bit of their power. Yeah. If when you when you see them for the seventh fucking time. Going back to your poutine reference, if you had that perfect poutine three days in a row, yeah, it's last its term. Yeah, on the third time, you're like, okay, yeah, I remember what this tastes like. You gotta, you can't have it all the time, or else you're no. not gonna love it as much. Yeah. Um, but like uh, the scene where like of the, the tape of of All Might climbing over the the wreckage, yeah, and then the scene of Deku with uh, crying with his mother holding yeah. him, and then the scene of Deku on his knees as All Might tells him that he's gonna be his successor. Yeah. Like we saw those three. There, there's enough of those three scenes to literally fill a whole episode. I want us, if not, then pretty damn close. Yeah, like to a full episode. Like it, of those scenes repeating and. I, I agree with you. Those are really damn powerful scenes. Showing them twice would have been enough. Yeah. Or if you have to keep re-showing them, just show them in the previously on. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. But actual flashbacks in the middle of the episode. Yeah. But and that, that's us nitpicking, because yeah. like I've mentioned before, in Yu-Gi-Oh, they did a flashback to a flashback of a flashback yeah, exactly. of an ancient, ancient flashback. Yeah. And I'm like, but, like, let's be real. In season two, they stopped doing that shit, yeah. and the show really hit its stride. Yeah. And I feel like they've just been, like, on a perfect stride ever yeah. since. The pacing is just amazing, and all the only complaint I have is thirty minutes is not long enough. No, it's not. It's not at all. Because um, I love this show. I, I some people have already said there's a couple of filler episodes in season three that I didn't feel they were filler. You haven't seen the one people complain about because okay. Uh, and they move into a dorm soon, what you haven't seen yet. And yeah. they show each other their rooms. That's the entire episode. 
It's fine. It's actually pretty. I'm, I'm so invested in these characters. I'm like, I don't care. Let's show. Let's show an episode about. Hey, they're getting lunch, and they all have different tastes in food. What do they like to eat? Okay, what, sure. <laughs> what conversations do they have over lunch? Oh, it's laundry day. <laughs> like, I don't care. I don't care at all what they're doing anymore, because I'm so invested in these characters, I just want to see it. I just want to see their day-to-day lives. If they... like, if they, they do actually do one really hilarious joke in the showing each other the rooms. Yeah. They don't go to Manana's room. And that's a joke. Yeah. They refuse to go in there, and I'm like... That's what all the other fans are probably thinking, too. Yeah. Let's not see this room. Yeah. Let's just walk on by. Yeah. Um, but no, it, it's absolutely phenomenal. Yeah. And I can't wait for more. Yeah. I gotta agree. Yep. Although it's still uh, on its two-week high, uh, two week yeah. wait period, which... Oh, no. Two weeks. Yeah. I mean, sure, I want more of it now. I want you yeah. to just hook it up straight to my veins. I like. I waited to start season three. I don't think I'm going to be able to stop now. I think I'm going to have to go, like, yeah. c- constantly keeping up with it. Saturday mornings. Saturday mornings. Yeah, I it's, think I'm going to so, have to. Yeah. Because it's just so good. Yeah, it's the best part about it is it brings back Saturday morning cartoons. Yeah. And it kicks the crap out of, like... Almost all the Saturday morning cartoons I watched as a kid. Yeah. Like, the only shows I can think of that come close to it are stuff like Beast Wars. Yeah, yeah. And that's because both of them treat people who watch it with, you know, intelligence. They yeah. still do their stupid <laughs> stupid jokes that, you know, slapstick for sake of slapstick, but... Yeah, of course. With how serious My Hero can be at times, mm-hmm. you need those yeah. stupid jokes. No, absolutely. And that's another thing I like. People don't like to think about the sh- mention of the show enough is that its pacing not only is so good for action and seriousness, but they know just when to break it up with a, a joke episode or yeah. jokes in an episode. Exactly. Like they can have they're all one hundred percent serious episodes, but when you stop and think about the absurdity of some of the things that just yeah. happened, you gotta stop and chuckle. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Uh, oh, that's a good example. Uh, I know it's a very serious scene, but seeing uh, Broken Deku trying to reach for Bakugo being teleported away, it's yeah. kind of pathetic. So I chuckle a little bit at that, yeah. because I'm kind of morbid like that. Fair enough. But it's still a powerful scene, and I'm like, yeah, that sucks. But it would probably have looked a little bit better if you didn't look like the next Breeze would have killed you. Yeah. <laughs> but he uh. actually, that's one of the things. He's actually figuring out how to stop his body from breaking in this season. Yeah. With uh, one piece of advice from All Might that I love, and it's like, you're still trying to be me. Be yourself. Yeah. So he stops trying to do All, Might, All Might's punches, which are clearly not good for his health. No. Not even a little bit. No. <laughs> <laughs> like, there's you, every time you see him, like, even in season three, he's even got more scars now. <laughs> he's gonna look worse than some characters in other anime that are like 95% scars. It's gonna look like Freddy fucking Krueger is what he's gonna look like. <laughs> That's not gonna be very uh, reassuring when he shows up to save yeah. kids. I am here. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, so speaking of my hero, uh, my hero wants justice comes out in like what two weeks? About two weeks, yeah. Yeah. So that's gonna be interesting. Oh that's yeah, gonna be fun. Yep. Uh, I really think we when we like when we should get that we actually should like stream that together like yeah I I agree yeah. I am totally on board for that so I should probably pre-order that 
I've been short yeah. on cash. So like, I I absolutely understand that. There's too many good games this year. It it is unreal. Uh, I missed a chance to pre-order the Pokemon game coming out, and I'm kicking myself for yeah. that. But I'm like, no. yeah, like uh, I. If you want to hear more video game talk, go to the new episode of Jedi Dropouts, which you, ha- you haven't heard yet. Me and James kind of got on a tangent uh, just talking about all the games that are coming out this fall and, and like just just trying to choose which ones. You've got to narrow it down. I mean, yeah. like I don't pre-order a lot of games. Me either. But Spider-Man has my money. I don't have money for it. And I'm like, I want, like, I need to save money for that. Yeah. Like, ah, yeah. I, I don't, I I'm gonna have to like sell some of my shit <laughs> to go buy Spider Man. <laughs> Does anyone need kidneys? <laughs> yeah, I'll give you a decent kidney for pre-order of Spider Man. Uh, anyway, uh, <laughs> I think this is a good place to stop. Before. Yeah, I feel like that's a good way to end our Full Metal Alchemist episode. <laughs> uh-huh. But no, I I, uh, I did enjoy watching the show as much as the second half didn't do as much for me. Like the first half just left such a fucking impact. Yeah. I mean, even at its worst, I guarantee you can think of about a half a dozen shows that are far you know, worse. Oh, altogether. yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, so, uh, thank you all for listening. Thank you all for tuning in to hear us. Uh, ramble as usual. Ramble, yeah. I feel I, like this was a pretty focused it, ramble. It was, but it also, it, it had shorter tangents. Yeah. Yeah, it, it was pretty focused. I don't know if we... We're getting better. We're getting better. Despite Maybe. The, I, I guess separation helped us for a little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, uh... And, uh... We t- all, we missed you guys. Yeah. Uh, make sure to tune into the next episode to hear Mitchell get really mad about an anime he doesn't like. <laughs> or, more likely, you're just going to hear me go, meh. Yeah. Meh. I, I just dislike one thing, and that's... Yeah. My own weird nitpickiness. Mm. Besides that, it'll probably just be a steaming pile of meh. Yeah. So I look forward to your hate mail. Yeah. Uh, as always, you can listen to other episodes of Final Form, as well as, let me list them uh, Jedi Dropouts, The Dropout Report, and now Hyper Battle <laughs> over on www.jedidropouts.podbean.com or wherever you listen to your podcasts. Uh, and. Do we have a sign-off? We still don't have a goddamn sign-off. Uh, I guess I guess you, you, you nixed the, the fresh bread thing, huh? That was stupid, and I'm glad we killed that one. Uh, uh, let's, uh, let's go try and resurrect some people, eh? Eh. Yeah. I'm already a front to God as, as I am. I don't mind. Okay. Later. Bye.